0: The Arkansas Supreme Court decided three employment law cases this week. In Jenkins v. Mercy Hospital Rogers 2021-211, Arc 211, the Arkansas Supreme Court, in considering an appeal from an order that dismissed for failure to state facts upon which relief can be granted, reversed in part and otherwise affirmed, in a case where a former employee sued the employer hospital and challenged her termination for refusal to be vaccinated for influenza. While the plaintiff claimed she fell within a religious exemption pursuant to the hospital policy, the trial court disagreed. The case was first filed in federal court, which dismissed a federal Title VII claim, and on remand, the state circuit court heard pending state claims. The Supreme Court affirmed dismissal of the common law fraud claim arising from the hospital's written policy statements. Justice Wynn explained, Mercy's statements were general aspirational statements about its commitment to non-discrimination. Mercy could not have known that when it hired Jenkins, it would not approve her exemption request six years later. Jenkins has failed to plead that Mercy made any false representation of material fact sufficient to sustain a fraud action. The statements in Mercy's policies that it is committed to a polity of non-discrimination and that it is an equal opportunity employer do not relate to past events or present circumstances. Instead, they are projections that Mercy will not engage in religious discrimination in the future. Because these statements are aspirational expressions of Mercy's dedication to non-discrimination in the workplace and not representations of material fact, they cannot support a fraud claim. End of quote. In analyzing the fraud claim, the opinion cited other decisions in which promises of future events were not actionable, although there is an exception to the general rule when the person making the representation knows it to be false at the time they were made. In addition, the opinion reasoned, plaintiff could not prove her justifiable reliance on the statements, and further, when an employment contract is silent as to its duration, either party may terminate the contract at will, without the necessity of showing cause. Quote, Jenkins was an at-will employee. Jenkins did not allege that she had a contract to be employed for a specified time, nor did she allege, allege mercy had an express provision in its employee manual stating that she would only be dismissed for cause. End of quote. The Supreme Court examined the public policy exception as when an employee is discharged for reporting a violation of law, but this was not the case here. Quote, Jenkins does not identify a specific, well established public policy prohibiting Mercy from discharging her for failing to receive an annual influenza vaccine. In her complaint, Jenkins alleged that the public policy of the state is to discourage fraud, but she did not allege that Mercy violated a specific statutory provision. End of quote. The Arkansas Supreme Court paused regarding claims under the Arkansas Civil Rights Act, which contains a religious exemption. Plaintiff made inconsistent arguments of whether the hospital was a religious organization, which would be exempt under the ACRA. The circuit court dismissed because of inconsistent positions, but the su- Supreme Court disagreed, reversing and remanding on this count. Quote, In dismissing Jenkins's ACRA claim, the circuit court found that Jenkins was stopped from alleging that Mercy is not a religious organization. Judicial estoppel prohibits a party from manipulating the courts through inconsistent positions to gain an advantage. End of quote. In explaining the doctrine that the hospital relied upon, the opinion noted, The doctrine against inconsistent positions should not be applied to prohibit a plaintiff from amending her complaint under Arkansas Rule of Civil Procedure 15, particularly when there is no finding that the plaintiff assumed inconsistent positions with the intent to gain an unfair advantage. Therefore, we conclude that the circuit court erred in finding that Jenkins is stopped from alleging that Mercy is not a religious organization. End of quote. End of decision. In Arkansas Department of Finance and Administration versus Lewis 2021, Arc 213, The Arkansas Supreme Court reversed a circuit court order that had denied a motion to dismiss because sovereign immunity protected the state agency from suit. The case arose after a former DFA employee filed suit, alleging that he was improperly terminated in violation of public policy and without a name-clearing hearing. Justice Webb wrote, During the COVID pandemic, all in-person VIP panels, or victim impact panels, were suspended. DFA sent a memo to its employees instructing them that they may not accept VIP completion certificates for panels attended online. Lewis asked for guidance from his superiors about whether he could accept the online VIP forms, but did not receive a response. When he saw that his supervisor, Darrell Hall, had begun accepting the online VIP forms, he began following the same procedure. Lewis was involuntary terminated for accepting online VIP completion forms. Between May 5, 2020 and June 26, 2020, Lewis accepted many online MADD certificates and instructed licensees to take the online victim impact panel and that this was a direct violation of Arkansas law direct instructions from management and DFA's legal counsel. Lewis filed suit in the Washington County Circuit Court for wrongful termination and alleged a violation of his right to due process under the federal constitution for failure to provide a name-clearing hearing. DFA moved to dismiss on the grounds of sovereign immunity. The motion was denied, end of quote. In reversing and dismissing, The opinion reiterated that sovereign immunity applies both to the state, its agencies, and officials acting in their official capacity, and while there are exceptions, they are not implicated here. Quote, Article 5, Section 20 of the Arkansas Constitution provides that the state of Arkansas shall never be made a defendant in any of her courts. We have extended sovereign immunity to state agencies and state employees suit in their official capacities. That is because a suit against a state official in his or her official capacity is not a suit against that person, but rather is a suit against that official's office and is no different than a suit against the state itself. In determining whether sovereign immunity applies, the decisive issue is whether a judgment for the plaintiff will operate to control the actions of the state, or subject it to liability. If so, the suit is won against the state and is barred by the doctrine of sovereign immunity. That said, we have previously recognized that sovereign immunity is not implicated when the state is acting illegally, unconstitutionally, or ultra-virus. A plaintiff seeking to surmount sovereign immunity is not exempt from complying with our fact-pleading requirements. The complaint must provide sufficient facts which indicate that the state is acting in a manner that entitles the pleader to one or more of the sovereign immunity exceptions. Conclusory statements and bare allegations about a claim entitling a party to a sovereign immunity exception are insufficient. Construing the pleadings in the light most favorable to Lewis, he has failed to plead sufficient facts that assert an exception to the sovereign immunity doctrine. Lewis argues that he was merely fulfilling his duties as a hearing officer by accepting the online VIP forms. Lewis further argues that he and other hearing officers were left without direction from DFA and that accepting the online VIP forms were acts done in service of the public interest. Finally, he claims that his supervisor was not terminated for doing the same thing and that DFA is now accepting the very VIP forms he did and for which he was terminated. None of these facts indicate that DFA acted illegally, unconstitutionally, or ultra-virus. End of quote. A concurring opinion, written by Chief Judge Kemp, added, Lewis fails to identify any fact that suggests DFA acted illegally or ultra-virus by terminating his employment. Thus, in my view, Lewis failed to plead a sovereign immunity exception. End of quote. End of decision. In Mahadevan v. Board of Trustees of the University of Arkansas System, 2021, Arc 208, the Arkansas Supreme Court, in dismissing an appeal brought by a tenured professor over termination, noted that while the plaintiff obtained a temporary injunction, it expired, after which he was discharged. This rendered his appeal moot. Justice Wood reasoned. Following his termination, Mahatavans sought an extension of the preliminary injunction and a permanent injunction. UAMS moved to dismiss the complaint, arguing that Mahatavans' claim was moot and that UAMS was immune from suit. The circuit court denied Mahatavans' request for injunctive relief and dismissed the case with prejudice. Mahatavans appeals. We affirm the circuit court's denial of Mahadevan's request for injunctive relief because his claims are moot. In his complaint, Mahadevan asked the court to grant a temporary restraining order, a preliminary injunction, and a permanent injunction prohibiting UAMS from terminating his employment. His complaint conceded that he was not entitled to money damages against UAMS under Arkansas' sovereign immunity doctrine. Thus Mahadavan sought only prospective equitable relief preventing his termination. But this preliminary or permanent injunction injunctive relief was no longer available once the hospital terminated him. Consequently, the dismissal was appropriate as the remedy Mahadavan sought was unavailable. End of quote. A concurrence written by Justice Womack and joined in by Justice Webb added I agree with the Majority's conclusion that the Circuit Court properly dismissed Mahadaban's lawsuit. However, I disagree with the Majority's reliance on mootness as the basis for dismissal. As state actors, appellees are afforded the protections found in Article 5, Section 20 of our state's Constitution. Accordingly, I would dismiss on the basis of sovereign immunity. End of quote. End of decision.